Hi everyone, welcome back to Drinks at Dana's. I'm Ash Silver and I'm here with Chris and Jess from The L Word Online. And we're back this week to discuss episode three of season three of The L Word Generation Q quiz show even though there was no quiz show in this episode so that is the least of our problems this week so we'll just move on by and get into talking about the episode how are you guys this week it's been a week yeah <laughs> it's been a week <laughs> i didn't know it was called quiz show that makes absolutely zero sense yeah well it's the first episode ever not to begin with an l the first episode oh, yeah ever to not feature Jennifer Beals and Jennifer Beals is no longer being billed as an executive producer I noticed which I think she's says a lot (laughs) I like out of uh, peace out bro out of everything yeah so will we start at the top of the episode yeah which actually kind of starts at last week's ending of the episode yeah I was like wondering about the ambulance scene remember we thought it was going to be cut but it's actually in it yeah because that divulges into well I'll, I'll save it for later but the timeline has already been absolutely like fucked it's been several days it's been several months all at the same time so yeah we start off with Gigi and Nat two seconds in and I don't know how Nat got there that fast that was weird <laughs> Normally yeah. you rush to the hospital if somebody calls you as your emergency contact. Someone's been in an accident. Come to this in this hospital. You don't go, also, hey, come to the ambulance. And also, wasn't Beth just like confessing her love because there was like insane traffic? So how does she get there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was unrelated. I forgot about that part. And I thought the whole scene lacked a kind of emergency about it. Because yeah, at yeah. one point they just left her alone in there like... <laughs> Danny came in and then she left and then she was just there by herself. Like there's no paramedic attending to her or anything. It's just she's just laying there. I'm like, all right, I guess she's fine. <laughs> I probably will use this line several times, but we do have bigger problems this week. But <laughs> I should take a, I, should, I should take a drink now every time you say that. My notes literally just say in giant capital letters, "Oh come on with that kiss." <laughs> I was like, what? what that was the most. You just get like. <laughs> pushed into her by the yeah by yeah. the paramedic but it was so awkwardly like <laughs> i'm sorry i just fell on your lips yeah exactly i was like what come on come on from like wait way to write off the entire Ginny relationship in like one scene oh no like it just it got firebombed firebombed the rest of the honestly i wouldn't have been surprised if they had just written it off there because that's the way this writing team seems to go but <laughs> just it's actually got several other scenes with these characters together yeah they, so. they actually tried to wrap it up even though they didn't really but they should they gave it a, they gave it a red hot go i was quite surprised to see so much of Gigi in this episode actually that's kind of the thing because if you looked at this episode and didn't kind of look at what actually happened like if you just looked on the basis of we got these scenes with these people like I would have been quite happy if this was the same situation Jennifer Beals wasn't going to be on the show this was going to be the first episode without her and pretty much her screen time was filled up with Gigi scenes especially with the last two weeks now what happened in those Gigi scenes I hated but if it was if it wasn't what was going to happen then it would have been a great direction for the show to go in because you would have had Gigi at the front and center as we've been saying the only person who could lead the show and have the same 
charisma and everything like that chemistry to possibly fill that spot but they decided to go in the complete opposite direction yep and like literally if you took out all of the Gigi and Danny scenes this was my favorite episode by far (laughs) I loved it I loved every other bit except for Danny and Gigi I know like a lot of people the the dislike for this episode is coming from the Gigi stuff and like what they did to Gigi because I did like the act. Like I think Alicia Haley is is brilliant. She's clearly like the star of the show now, and that stuff with Alice, like Alice being a talk show host, that was genius. That is what people want to see more, but that kind of got overpowered by the Gigi stuff and lots of people. Because like obviously, like I, I'm talking about this incessantly, and I talk to lots of different people, and most people who were fans are like older fans of the original show seem to have liked everything else in the episode like with Alice and all of that but yeah I I understand why people can't get past the the Gigi stuff because that was just obviously so horrendous I didn't dislike it at all oh this is so interesting (laughs) so you liked all of the Gigi and Danny stuff yes is this God, like Jess. Is this oh, like good lord. Put Jess in witness protection. <laughs> so confused. Like, is this like when people hated Jenny just because they made Jenny crazy? But like, Mia Kirshner is freaking fantastic. And Stefana is like fantastic too. I mean, I loved everything, every scene she was in. It was totally cool with all of it. And she redeemed Nat for me. Kind of like I couldn't stand Danny before. Once Danny was with Gigi, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe she's not so bad. I couldn't stand that in the previous mm. seasons. And all of a sudden, this episode, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe she's not so bad. Nat and Gigi, like, I can see it. Sure, let's do that. I totally, yeah, I totally felt that too. Like, I feel like they kind of gave her a character shift or something. Like, And she looked different. She looked hotter, I felt. Yeah. Then I was I like, oh, she, Gigi, Gigi looks good. Too, so I mean, like, uh, Nat okay. looks good. It was like, what's happening? Yeah. I was down with it. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Break up with Danny. Get back with Nat. I'm cool. Let's do it. Just stay. I've never had a problem with Nat, but obviously, like, I really like Danny and Gigi, and Gigi's, like, I mean, after Bet's obviously, like, my favorite, but Gigi is is pretty up there, and I I think that she's a great character as well as being played by a great actress, and just seeing... I just feel as though they built this relationship like over the end of the season and you had not only the thing that was really great about Danny and Gigi too is like obviously they had the chemistry they had the casting they had everything was great people loved it they were super popular and also you had two actors that seemed to be very very genuine about their passion for the show and like you know they they seem to be loving that like what was their what was happening with the characters and you know they're all over social media and stuff and I think that also taps into the thing that those both those actors were fans of the show previously and they know I don't know they just they just played everything really well like on the screen off the screen and doing like a little bit of publicity for the show too and I feel as though this entire episode, they just like turned around and were like, nah. And like, yeah, I, they like I just underwrote what they'd written so far. 
yeah, by like turning Danny into like this, I don't know, like, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it in the later scenes, but just even the thing with the emergency contact I felt like saying you're a grown woman if I was dating someone who had an ex-wife and kids and who like who is updating their emergency contact like it's it's not a priority so I, I it wouldn't be something that I'd show up and be like aggressive about like or if Nat turned up at my house I wouldn't be like what are you doing here like it's just yeah you'd yeah, be like hi Nat how you going I don't think that's out of character for Danny I think that's who Danny has always been yeah I don't know she was I feel, I feel like she was less so though like yeah I feel like a year with Gigi yeah what if at the end of last season, it seemed like, oh, Gigi's really good for Danny and she's maturing and stuff. And they kind of seemed to do away with all that from the first episode of this season and have this, like, kind of petty, uh, I don't know, I want to say immaturity, but I think it's just part of Danny's, like, kind of closed off nature where she's, like, quick to cut and run like yeah and not to show that like any vulnerability yeah i mean she was definitely quick to cut and run in this episode like it's easier i think for her to get angry and show that than to show like a sadness or vulnerability yeah yeah i can see that and uh, i mean i say this about all the elwood characters but please go to therapy <laughs> you can be healed too. <laughs> Look what it did for Bat. Yay! Therapy, non therapy. Everyone should go to the silent retreat. I've been on the Bat therapy train for twenty years. <laughs> we'll we'll get more into that towards towards the end. We finally get Alice back at work, but we've been asking. Oh, yes. That was a no- yeah. It was nice to see her and Sophie. Yeah, Alice and Sophie back at work. It's like she does have a job that she can do. <laughs> like I, I kind of miss the the studio. And apparently has done a hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you it's work that out? Too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, de- uh, de- <laughs> Alice's episode count is the is the least of my problems, but yeah. We were getting cancelled in season one. Makes sense because I'm like a hundred episodes for like a scripted show is usually like five years. Yeah, but a hundred episodes on a talk show is it's like, like a year, like a third of a year or something. <laughs> like, I'm like, do you not do like five shows a week? Like, I'm confused. Maybe it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday type thing. So, like half a year, <laughs> like. Yay, yeah. six months! I'm like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Has the whole show only been running six months? <laughs> too many, too many timelines, too many. Too many. <laughs> I do also have a theory now that there is, that we're now in an alternative time branch from Ooh, it, like, the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Bet left the show. I was going to say, at what point did it split when <laughs> Bet left the show? <laughs> Tell us all your I'd- sci-fi theories. I loved I I I did like the Alice at work stuff because that's that's what I've wanted, and I think again that like, Leisha Haley is brilliant. The whole Alice thing it works because mm-hmm. you are bringing in like Sophie, and I wish they would give Finley her job back because that's another way to bring her in, 
And that's what you want. My friend Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, the podcast that's been on my channel, um, we call the the bungalow with the Gen Q people like the house of depression. So I don't want to be in the house of depression. I want to be on Alice's set. That's when I like the the Gen Q stuff. And I think it works. Like, yeah. I don't want it like shoved down, shoved down my throat about you need to care about these people now as much as you care about the OGs because I don't. But when they're at work, I can get on board. I can like them. And I think that it's it's it just flows easily it's not forced or anything yep and we're now introduced to taylor who i, oh, I felt like little, I the little, I just yeah, keep the calling little... her joy lauren adams <laughs> <laughs> that's what i keep calling her too <laughs> i only know because i have um, my closed captions turned on and they actually write her name before she speaks oh yeah so i was like oh cool i know her name but um I was like, that's that was a cute first meeting. I liked it. She's like cute and awkward, which is like kind of like Alice herself. So yeah, she is Alice before Alice was famous. Yeah, yeah, I liked her on the show. And another plug is if you haven't seen Chasing Amy in a while, that movie is I didn't know this until Jess told me is like based on Guinevere Turner from the writer from season one of the L Word life or friendship with yeah with so it's it's crazy interesting and it's a it's a good movie with yeah joey lauren adams so check it out but yeah i i really like joey lauren adams i think it was good casting and her and leisha seem i'm looking forward to seeing what happens there i know i was like i was like giddy excited that she's finally met someone that i feel like she'll gel well with yeah like, it doesn't look doomed from the beginning kind of thing. So, like, <laughs> and it looks fun and happy and not, like, weird and dark like all some of the other relationships. Basket of pencils from Tom. Oh, yeah, we did get the the, the throwaway line there. Yeah, yeah, we know Tom still exists. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some sort of resolution there in the future, maybe. True Elwood, Elwood style. They love wrapping up their storylines. We'll see Tom again. <laughs> <laughs> Finley who's applying to school, which was yes. not something I saw for her, but is something I love mm. for her. Mm-hmm. And then, so then muscling, rippling Shane walks in with the- Um, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew you ripped. too. You know this? You too. I know Shane was this ripped because, yeah, that was nice. Oh, this scene is for Chris and Jazz. <laughs> yeah, it was. I loved it. I, loved it. I just like seeing, honestly, Shane and Finley together again. I know, me too. Yeah. Oh, I love them together. They're equally funny and like they play off each other. Shout out to M. Weinstein who directed this episode. This scene was their idea and they just like put it in for fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a good idea because yeah, it was awesome. I like when they just, like, <laughs> have fun with things. And. Yeah. And again, poor Finley, which I feel like I say in every single episode <laughs> for busting open the pipes. Oh, yeah. She She's is. always like just trying her hardest and something goes wrong. <laughs> then Tess comes in like a disapproving mom. I cannot get on board with this. Like, why are they making Tess into like, Tess should be like a fun character. Like, I just don't don't like the way they always have her like and also what like every time her and Shane are together they're like I don't know fighting. It just or... gave me very much like still boss coworker vibes. Like, oh you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's just Except like the other oh. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I still felt like they don't feel like they're in a relationship. They don't feel right. 
there's no chemistry in that romance department, I don't, I don't feel. Or they just feel like an old married couple who's been in a relationship too long and yeah. lost the spark and it's all... I, I know that usually like they, people don't write this way, but on a TV show, especially one that's in its third season, like the whole point is that you you know the actual like actors and like can play to their strengths and things like that because you know if if it's someone like Bette Porter the way they write that character is is based on like so much other stuff it's not just like oh I want to move this character from point A to point B but when you have literally Queen Jamie Clayton on set and she is so awesome and nice and life of the party and then you just have Tess like marching in and being like oh what are you doing? She doesn't seem to be having any fun. Tess doesn't have, have any fun and it's the L word. So yeah, I feel like it, they're wasting her. I do not like the storyline. Well, the, the 20 years of Shane, just Shane gets in a relationship, Shane cheats, Shane gets in a relationship, Shane cheats. Like I, there was an episode of Pants like really early on. I think it was actually even during the season one and two hiatus so it's probably way way back on my on my channel like 800 views or something but Kate said in one of the clips like when I went I think it was when she went in to like start talking about Gen Q and they all kind of I think it was when um Leisha was like oh because she gave that idea like Alice should be a talk show host and Kate basically said like please just don't make it like Shane's like a late 40s early 50s year old version of what Shane was in 2004 through nine I don't know I like Shane <laughs> I like this Shane no. yes I like this Shane I was like yeah she's back <laughs> no. uh, we'll get to that later uh, yeah we will yeah yeah Gigi's at home and yeah. Danny's getting ready to leave and she calls Nat over I know this is I know this is really superficial to say but when we had that Gigi at home, like with at well at Danny's house, because I don't think they've moved in together, or no, maybe they did, because yeah, I don't know, but we didn't see it, and this is where we get the time drop. Oh yeah, two. So five days have passed. So the first thing is, it is a crime that this. Well, what it's a crime that this is you know, Seppi's last episode, point blank period. Two, that they have put like a massive abrasion on her forehead. Why are we doing this on the last episode? To a perfect face. And then- Make it look like she had a car accident. <laughs> I know, I I know it would require an extra little neuron of thinking, but they could have had her have like a broken arm or something. But then Nat comes in, Danny is like so rude and like, what are you doing here? I just, like Danny grew up in this like environment of like uber wealthy people and stuff. And the one thing that is like beaten into you is manners above all else. And I just don't think that, I, I, I just didn't like that the way like, why would she say, why, what are you doing here? Like, she's obviously here to see Gigi too. I do think she was trying to hide it though, because why, when she's telling her this guy will be here at three, why wouldn't Gigi have just said, hey, I'm going to drive with Nat? Because like, she'll be here in one second. So that, I don't know whether that was just like intentional or what, because it was, it was weird. And they did have the time drop here so if you don't care about timelines skip forward one minute because 
I need to rent. After two, these past two years that I've had my channel, I have offered my services for free. <laughs> no one wants them. Leisha and Kate the other day in their podcast were like, oh, we really want to know like how people are you know, finding the episodes, we want to see the reception, blah, blah, blah. I've offered Showtime and I sent them an email saying, you can have access to my analytics that have a million L word people coming through a month. You can, as I showed you guys, you can see in our episode what people are doing if people are skipping the bits that we're talking about, like, I don't know, Micah, Maribel. This, like, literally people would kill for this type of analytics on shows, marketing, whatever. The timeline thing is just something that, that frustrates me so much because in episode one, we have Angie moving into college, which is August. Like, that happens in August in the US, in California. Yeah. Point blank period. Yeah. Episode two starts within the same second as episode one ends. We have Bet and Tina sleep together, fucking finally, and then we wake up the next day and they're at Dana's. So two days have passed. Then that second day we are led to believe is the 22nd of September, judging by the Marcus Allenwood exhibit and the fact that Tina keeps saying, tomorrow I have to go back, and then it's today I have to go back. So and then, that was on Gigi's phone as well, the day. Yeah, two days and two months have gone by simultaneously in episodes one and two. Episode two ends with the same second that episode three does, because we know Beth's just had her big declaration, the traffic, Gigi's accident. Then we get this time drop after the credits that it's been five days. So it has been one week and yet it has also been almost three months because we're led to believe it's still the end of September, start of October in this episode and then next week it's going to be Halloween. So guys, what are we, what are we doing here? What, like, what are we doing here? And later in this episode, it's Angie's like first day of school. This, oh, that's the bit I left out. And then it's the first, and then it's the first day of Angie's college where she stayed. She moved in in August. She stayed the night in September and she started class in October. And it's been a week, but it's been three months. Pick one. Has it been a week or three months? Yeah. And one week would be believable because you can move into college, but then like your classes don't start for a week or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But three months is not believable. So is it really that whole, like, I mean, not counting tomorrow's episode because. I mean, next week's episode, because they can do a whole another time jump there. But just with what we know right now, I suppose if you took Marcus Allenwood's September 22nd exhibit out of it. And the phone. And the phone like date. A week, as far as they've told us for everything else. It feels more like it's happened, yeah, consecutive days, and it's only it been like a week. So like, maybe they just screwed up with the yeah, date I think on they the might have done that. And the phone. <laughs> The thing is there, this happened. So if you go back to, cause I actually have, you know, in December, I release a video every day. I'm actually releasing a video that's like about the Bet and Tina timeline and when they got divorced. Cause I think I figured it out, but they, so I had to go back to 
season one of Jan Q and what they used to do in season one because I'm assuming they just they filmed it over this they started in July and I think they finished in like November and then it aired in December but I don't think that while they were shooting they were like clear on the dates so they just it, like when Shane gets her birthday text or like other things happen with phones they just remove the dates completely that takes me out of it a bit I don't know I'm always kind of like interested in that stuff and so in season two when they did it then I was like oh no what are we doing because I'm sure you remember my many rants about the timeline and that's when I first of all was like guys I can help you please but because most uh, every tv show I've ever worked on has someone who it's it's not like just they're the keeper of the timeline but they also have like they will be that person that yeah that yeah that sits on set and says hey you picked up that your coffee with your left hand and you know you had like it up to you know this amount for people listening I'm like demonstrating but it's it's just could it help? why don't they have someone doing this <laughs> Jesus continuity is really not that hard but yeah there's yeah. always someone in charge of it on every show it's not like yeah it's not a new concept by any means but yeah. could it have been somehow they have shot these later and somehow had to, because Jennifer's no. leaving, had to reshuffle everything and move things around. And so that's why the timeline is so screwed up. I mean, I know people People a lot of the time when they, especially when the stuff with Tina wasn't so solid, when people were like, oh, they should just shoot Laurel scenes all at once. And I know that the three of us like have worked on this stuff. Like, you know, Chris, you're on, on sets all the time too. Like you, you know what's going on behind the scenes. Like most people don't because why would they have an understanding of how how big tv shows are how expensive they are what it is like orchestrating like a whole filming thing it's it's not as easy as being like oh we'll just shoot all laurel scenes in one week like they would need an entire budget and people to do that and it, it just i know that they shot pretty much in in order they they were always shooting at two episodes at the one time so like one and two and then two and three because they have the basically this big gap that we have with Jennifer Beals and Laura Holloman now is basically summer like the end of summer start of fall in the real world because like Laurel was at the show in London when I met her and you know Jennifer from social media she she was out and about too so and and shooting uh Luckiest Girl. I don't think that it's anything like that because I'm pretty sure that they just shot these in a row and I know they shot two at the same time as three as well because the actor oh no sorry they were finishing up some of two when I think it was four shot because the actor who is playing that Roxy character in the Halloween episode the one that Demi Lovato was supposed to play they actually met Jennifer Beals they did like an interview where they talked about it last night and you know like obviously Jennifer Beals isn't in three and four so there must have been some overhang. Yeah, just... let's agree the timeline is a shit show. <laughs> yeah, and I know every like I've seen other podcasts talk about. It. I've seen other articles about it, so it's like it's not just us that noticed. Like everyone's noticed. It's like they wrote each character separately and like gave a timeline to each character, and then like 
put them yeah. all in the same episode together, and now the each character's storyline or timeline of their story like sense. don't match up. Everyone is existing on a parallel dimension. Yeah, <laughs> simultaneously happening at once. We just happen to get the bed, the one where Danny and Gigi break up, but in another one, they're not. yeah because and angie wasn't like really in this in this episode much it dropped this professor stuff and like get more like uncle shane and aunt alice yeah thing like that's that's fun to watch you know that's about the only time i'm interested with in angie is like Mm -hmm. she's interacting with her parents or shane and alice like yeah I was never the girlfriend thing. I didn't care. Yeah, about. Yeah, on her own. New, yeah, on like, her own. Yeah. Like, guys that thing. I don't care about. Like, yeah, same, same. That's why I'm like, if they just had Finley go to college with her immediately, Aww. it would have been, been so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write that. Yeah, I would watch that. That would be fun. Because then the two generate, the two sort of could merge the the Gen Qs and the OGs via Angie. Yeah. Especially since Angie is somehow feels more mature than Finley a lot of the time. Like yeah. they could have had, they could have had one whole episode be Angie having like a drunken night, like oh things go wrong and need help, and it's all happening in one night, and Shane and Alice have to come in, and there's like drunken dorms and like. Oh my god, that would be so funny, Alice and Shane at the dorm. Oh that, God, yes. The whole episode would have taken place in one night kind of thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. See, immediately I came up with it in five seconds. <sighs> and, and some of, and some of the, the uh, kids could have been like, aren't you Ellen to Alan? <laughs> 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 uh, but they brought the OG chart back. I liked that. Yes. I and it was the that. actual OG chart. Yeah. I, I got to see that when I was on set. Oh, you're on set. Got to take a drink. Yeah. I put like a little a little clip in in my video of. Um, but you're gonna say you're gonna you added yourself to the chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a big sharpie when I was in there. <laughs> you won't notice. And then Ash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to. It's crazy the detail that they they go into in in like Alice's office. If you want to see all the crazy detail it's it's on my channel in my video all those posters and things like they all have like names of like people who worked on the show and yeah they do that all the time with those you know those big billboards out the front of alice's that show other shows the graphic designers always put other people's names in the show from the crew it's cool we kind of saw that when oz and i went to yeah we did a lifetime ago like we saw the chart and yeah we saw yeah yeah apartment right yeah, we were in Alice's apartment. Yeah, where she yeah. had the shrine to yeah. Dana. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, we didn't even know at that point about it. We were like, oh, what is season that? Three. And they were like, nothing. You didn't see anything. And they should like, I should just out of the room. And we were like, what was that? Like, Take it everything you can. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what Why the, f- the shrine to uh, Dana? The funniest thing about about all of like. The whole thing, I mean, with you guys going to set in season three, with me going to Gen Q in season three, is that they're always like, oh, yeah, you you didn't see this or you don't know about this. And it's like, it's I want to see it because it's cool to see. But, dude, like, people are, like, giving us the scripts. Like, we don't need to see something to get information. <laughs> it just, it cracks me up. And I... I mean, the, yeah, there's some stuff that you know and, and learn and see from being there, but most of the majority of stuff comes from, like, other information sources. Oh, and, let's be honest. It's not that difficult yeah. to figure out if you 
yeah follow as much television as we do yeah you yeah. can connect the, those dots pretty well, easily <laughs> their season trailer pretty much gave everything away already <laughs> yeah like all the important parts that have happened chain cheating all that sort of stuff right. it's, it's all in the original trailer i'm like yeah we knew this already this is not a surprise this is not a right. surprise there's some people that, do, that don't like to know that it's like don't watch anything don't listen don't to go anything, on the yeah. internet <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was me yesterday. I like pulled open my Facebook and all this stuff about the episode was already like everywhere. And I was like, oh, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's like, gra- like Grey's Anatomy. If I really don't want to know what happened, I like won't go on social media because it airs at like 3 a.m. UK and I'll normally watch it like when I get up. But if I wake up and go on Twitter, I normally get spoiled. So I won't do that. But you always have people like saying, oh, you shouldn't say this or shouldn't say it. Like, uh, the whole deal is, like, I'm an L-word news thing. Like, talk about the whole... Sh- that, that's what my whole thing is. But if you don't want to know, then just don't watch me. I can't control what other people do, either. So now we're we're back at next door to Dana's, and the plumber walks in. And the first thing I thought was, like, is that Tina? Like, how does the oh my God. look like <laughs> Tina for a second? She's a butch Tina. She's a butch yeah. Tina. And like she was like looking up or something and it was like the yeah. profile and the hair color and I'm like, is that Tina? And then she like looked right at, and I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I see. I definitely see the result. It was totally giving me like a incredibly true adventures of two girls in love vibes. I'm like, you can see. <laughs> Lots of people were saying that on social media. The woman too. you were talking about who had to cut yes. her hair for the role or something. Yeah. She's she's friends with Marja. Actually, I think I left her a comment or something. I th- yeah, she posted about the L word. And I, I said, like, oh, welcome to the show. And she started following me yesterday. So <gasps> I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I, now I'm like, I was sure of this before, but now I'm like, confident that there's going to be like some sort of like butch butch sex scene uh in episode seven with her and rosie at the bowling alley because there's a big i'm just glad that carrie's back i love her i know i, love how she was I, love her. I did love her back. i loved everything about it yes i was like thinking about <laughs> it earlier though but like i was like old elwood that had lots of bentina would have left carrie out but now they're trying to fill like the gaps i feel like they brought her back because it it's it's really strange that they like she's one of the only ca- well besides lauren lee smith's character or what was her character's name lara lara her and a, f- a few other characters are the only ones they like dropped off and disappeared and then they brought them yeah. back for out of nowhere because yeah. terry has no ties to anyone right now and they just suddenly she appeared she's another one that doesn't make sense because tina in season one said she was moving to LA with Carrie and they were going to come to LA for for Angie and then they come to LA and then what like why is Carrie still here did Toronto wait did she move back but at what point did she move back when they broke up I don't think she ever really moved to LA I I think she was like moving like living like half and half Mm. Maybe, yeah, maybe she had never actually finally moved there. Yeah, because... Maybe Carrie just liked LA better. Yeah, but it is weird because she's supposed to be a lawyer. So, like, you know, you can't just willy-nilly be like, oh, I'm going to go practice. Like, you have to, like, take, like, a the state bar or whatever. Ten, she already had a bar card for... Listen, I need accuracy. (laughs) I need accuracy. (laughs) We don't know. Maybe she lived there when she was younger kept up with her. maybe maybe she grew- i need to see her license <laughs> i need to see her license oh 
man. So yeah, I like the I like the Finley and Carrie scenes. Uh, I also was a bit confused because in season two, they make it seem like Carrie is in Overeaters Anonymous, but now she's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know. So it's like, was she just lying about that? Like everyone thought she was. Yeah, or... she was. Yeah. Okay, so Danny and Gigi and Nat have a scene where Danny is like seeding Gigi and Nat. Uh, Alice's show. It's, it's funny because like Danny's very like, oh, do you need anything, Gigi? Can I get you anything, Gigi? Do you want a drink, Gigi? And Matt's like, yeah, I'll take some. Oh, but no, okay, I'll just get it myself, I guess. I just. <laughs> and Danny's like, <laughs> then brings her a whole bottle of champagne. Just I love the way she just handed it to her. Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like a good passive aggressive. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Gigi and Nat sat on the couch being all cute. I was like, if this were in any other setting, if this was a romantic comedy movie. If this was a different TV show, I would be like, this is such a cute scene with the two of them. I love, that's why I said I kept going back and forth from scene to scene of who I was in favor of. And I was like, again, them, the whole thing with them sitting on the couch. I did. I, I loved it. Maybe yeah, like they, they gelled really well. And like, they were cute and she was funny and she had the straw and the champagne and everything. And I'm like, if yeah. this was in any other movie or TV show then, but no, in this. Yeah, it was good banter. Yeah. I have to interject here because... <laughs> I'm sitting here in my Danny and Gigi t-shirt for anyone who's listening and not watching. And I I do like Nat. I do like uh, Gigi and Nat. When, even in season one, like the, trip, uh, the triple, thruffle, whatever you want to call them, scene from episode four of season one, LA Times, is like one of the best scenes from the show. And like... The, the three actors well they're all they're all great uh actors as well but i have a problem because they've had danny and Gigi's, you know building together for a few episodes in season two and then the end of season two they had them together and this was the future of the show this is how you get another season like people are connected to it people love it and then I feel as though they just literally like lit it on fire in this episode and like burned it down for like it it, it just it came out of nowhere like we've always been led to believe like uh Gigi and Danny like it, it literally would would have been like if Bet and Tina in in season two of the original they were just like oh, never mind, and, like, Alice, or Alice Beck, Beck just, like, went and, like, moved on with some, it, it just, I don't know, I, I really feel as though it was, like, a spit-in-the-face moment for, like, and, because I've, I've liked Danny and Gigi since before they were a thing. In season one and two, like, the hiatus, before they even started filming season two, I was, like, you should put Danny and Gigi together, because, well, like, my explanation then was they were, like, both hot, but then when I, you know, <laughs> so, so... I think we started the hashtag way back then, Ginny. Yeah, because I actually used to call them Diggy back then. That's right, you did. Yeah, 
and I, go back they're all still live on my channel of me talking about it and I I was so happy when they put them together and I think that they were great together and they just like wrecked it for like no reason this is the moment I think that Gen Q has officially jumped the shark this is the moment the, the moment was at yeah at the end where with the oranges see I completely disagree because I don't see them like blowing it up in this episode like they actually lit the fire two episodes ago with the first episode of the season like it's been burning this entire time and at this point i'm like good riddance bye-bye Gigi and danny because like <laughs> we find out here like okay i said like they they banter really well right they're on the couch they're being all cute together but i did kind of briefly wonder like but do they fight really well too like is that why yeah. they broke up you know um but then they reveal they've been together since they were 18. So I'm like, they have more history than Bet and Tina. They are Bet and Tina. They're exactly Bet and Tina. <laughs> yeah. They're Bet and Tina 2.0. But like Danny and Gigi are not Bet and Tina. Gigi and Nat are Bet and Tina. And they're just putting them back together. Like they're supposed to be, apparently. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I could get behind. I could get behind if if in season one like say the say the season one happened the way it happened completely and you know i think it was the last episode the epi yeah the last episode episode eight of season one where Gigi, Na, and alice have that like awkward lunch and then at the end nat goes to alice's talk show and like has that reunion with her if that reunion never happened and nat and Gigi stayed together then then i'd be like cool like i like nat i like Gigi. no no worries but it's the fact that this whole danny thing started was amazing got people on board got people connected and i just don't understand why why they're doing it and i know that there is like other stuff that have factored into it but it just seems so crazy it seems like they're just throwing away literally the best actor on the show and the best character they are but we also know why they are yeah, I guess I'm just frustrated with gone. She's <laughs> off the show, so they had to write something. Yeah, well, I I preferred last season. Like I preferred where they were going with Gigi and Danny because, like I said, it made me like Danny for the first time. The writers kind of did the same thing here. It made me like Nat for the first time, where I never did before. And maybe it's just I know Gigi's that powerful, but like it worked. I never liked her. I never liked the two of them together before. <gasps> But I don't know, it worked here. But that being said, I will say that like, whatever problems they had are still there. I mean, just because you feel like Nat and the kids are like, you know, your family, and maybe you feel like that's your end game or whatever. We don't even know if Nat is single. Existed. I said, we don't even know if Nat is single at this point. She could be well, dating like, like five what, people right now. Right. And like, whatever problems caused your marriage to end in the first place, you haven't yeah. addressed those. And those still exist. And yeah. if Part of those is the, like, pansexual. Wait, is it pansexual or... Poly polyamory. Thank you. I always mix those up. Yes. Like, if you're polyamorous and you want to be in a relationship, like, your idea of relationship is with more than one person, then this still is not going to work. So... Yeah. I don't know if they're just... We will like, never find out now because they're gone forever into the timeline yeah. black hole. Crossing over that again. Yeah. Yeah. And just to be to be uh, clear, we're recording this on Saturday morning, 6am UK time, Australia, Saturday afternoon, and US Friday, 
one in the morning so there has no official press release that's come out yet but i would be surprised if there wasn't one on sunday evening when the episode technically airs the same way that i was expecting one last week for jennifer beals and that's what we got i i just don't think it's i mean i think they've tried to leave it up in the air because even when i was on set this that was the one the probably the biggest thing that that i found out on set was and it actually was because somebody said it in front of me and they didn't realize that I didn't know because when I went into they had this like whole big wardrobe thing and they were shooting episodes uh nine and ten when I was there so pretty much all the costumes were spoilers because of the event in in episode nine and ten and when I so they took me into like this bit that had like all the season two stuff and they were like oh this is where like t- all Tina's clothes and like jewelry and they were it's like uh, a W if they were showing me so we're like walking up and down and then they were like oh this is the other side and this is where we put all the the characters who've left us like Gigi and I was like massive shock on my face because uh, I bet you were trying to keep stage, it together like you were oh stay cool stay cool God. stay cool <laughs> I know because at that stage all I knew was that she wasn't going to be in in it as much like I didn't know that she was leaving and Marja's assistant Monica who is super super awesome and nice and so good to me she obviously straight away she was like shit (laughs) this is the worst thing you could say in front of the worst person (laughs) And I didn't say anything because I also, like, I didn't want the costume woman to, like, feel bad or, and there was, like, other people with us, too, because they were filming me. And then when we went outside. I want to see that footage now of your face. Yeah. (laughs) It was just, it was just Monica and I, and straight away I was like, so what's, uh, what's going on with Gigi? And and Monica was like, uh, uh. And I was like, and and she's like, we didn't kill her. We did so like immediately when she said we didn't kill her, I was like, Jesus, this must be bad because if that's what you're leading with, Jesus. So then that was that was September, the beginning of September, and so I knew that then, and I kind of sat on it for like a week, and I did like a little bit of digging, and then that's when I was able to put things more together with this interview that Seppi did where I thought originally it was the writer missed like attributing something and they had said she's just finished wrapping the L word and it was when they were filming this episode so I was able to put the timeline together then and like with this other information I then deduced that she was leaving after episode three and that's when I started saying that that's what I thought was going to happen I didn't have any like you know I didn't know for a fact for another couple of weeks and then I spoke to someone who well I spoke to a couple of people who've only ever given me correct information that are quite senior and I asked them about this I asked them about uh, Jennifer and I asked them a couple of other things and they confirmed all of that so that's whenever you know, I, I said, like, oh, she's leaving. And I know they left it kind of up in the air, which we'll talk about more in a minute, but I just don't see how you come back from this as as an act. Like, 
the actor obviously really believed in the character in the representation in the couple so to do this probably leaves a bad taste and then I don't know how you come back from that with the fans because like what are they gonna do like Gigi would never I I just can't imagine how you would even bring her back unless she just like randomly popped up because if you did another one year time jump yeah we know that it like she's not gonna go to like I don't know Bettina's wedding or like Alice and Tom's <laughs> something or you know like how would she how would she fit in because she Gigi's always kind of existed yeah, she's not connected to anyone yeah so disappointing to say the least because again we'll talk about it more in a minute but what a loss the Shane and Ivy sex scene was pretty hot I have to say I just I like I okay I'm gonna I'm gonna be like that like sad like I'm like lesbian lesbian because and I know I'm probably in the minority but I don't really like like gratuitous ones like that because to me like I I there has to be like some sort of connection there for me like I have to be watching like that's why I think like the Bettina or like the Danny and Gigi ones are really good like I would rather watch those people kiss each other than like the Shane and Carmen or Shane and Kehlani. So you got it confused. <laughs> but also I think uh, maybe the same person that lit Bet and Cena scenes have lit the same scene because couldn't see uh, couldn't see anything. <laughs> it was like and not only that, Christ. they were like, let's put them in a dark room with just blue light. I was like, I, I can't see shit. <laughs> no, I couldn't make I couldn't make a thumbnail. So this this is my request going out to showtime marja writers of the show anyone's executive producers all associated with the l word anyone i will come to the set and i will work on the timeline and i'll do your continuity and you'll also stand there with a little torch and i will also bring (laughs) all of my lights look at my lighting I am a lunatic in a spare bedroom with a cat and I am lit better than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Let me back on that set. Let me back on that set. I feel like we've banned you from life for life now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like shit, we gave away pretty much everything from the season. Ash found out in like the two seconds she was on set. They have a totally different drinking game. It's like every time they say something bad about so yeah i will come bring the timeline continuity and light all for free yep and you can probably also write some of it too that's my offer to you i also will bring my analytics which will have one million people's one million people l word people's thoughts feelings and actions this is a hell of an offer you have Two days. It's only nine ninety five. <laughs> All this can be yours. If you call now. Let me know. Let <laughs> me know. My Instagram DMs are open. My email is open. I'm always available. And I'll be on the next flight out. Just say the word. Uh, I was basically yelling at the screen in this scene. Like, no, Shane, don't do it. Yes, <laughs> it Shane. Yes. Shane even has, like, takes a moment before going through the door. Like, like, you have a chance to back out. Like, uh, yeah, I'm like, and she's like, "No, fuck that!" Like, yeah, yeah. How- I had one fight, so therefore I'm allowed. To- yeah. <laughs> how yeah. does she continually justify cheating? Because she had one fight. 
<laughs> T- totally thought Tess was going to bust in on them, but um, well, they like Tess is suddenly now. Yeah, the Tess can suddenly come come doesn't. to the show when she wasn't supposed to be. I was like, ugh. The only thing that I'll say about Tess's mom, I said this in my my review yesterday, was that I I just don't know why we're doing this on the L word because it's it's the l word like it's the whole thing about like lesbians and bi women and women loving women and whatever else like doing dementia storylines and other ones like that like i if we're gonna have angles like this like i want to see bet's mom like bet i've known for 20 years i'm invested and i don't know shit about her or T- I don't know shit about Tina. So does she have a family? Was she like no, she from just, a pod? Well, I mean- yeah. Oh, oh, did you, did you not watch the deleted interrogation scene from season six that said that Tina's mom died when she was in college? That was the only backstory that we ever got for Tina. Was this awful one in the interrogation tapes? If you don't know what the interrogation tapes are. Stay in ignorance is bliss. Do not watch. Don't don't Google interrogation tapes. Do not. I did a video about them like two days ago. But like, why didn't I get to see the Bat's mom stuff? Why am I getting to see Tessa's mom? It's just see that too. And I'm not even a fan. So yeah, it was a sweet scene. But honestly, zero connection. Tessa's mom worked better when she was off screen. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was fine as it like a plot device for like yeah. Shane and Tessa's relationship and like why or why not they can't be together when she was dealing with a mom that was like off screen and then now that she's here it's like uh, that well, was first we kind of skipped over the Carrie uh, Carrie running to the restroom and getting oh yeah in the face. bloody nose and the she's the man like tampon in the nose yeah she's the bad yeah <laughs> God <laughs> what a flashback. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about them being set up as a couple. Oh, like, I like it. No, I like them separately. I just don't know if I, how I feel about them together. She's the Tina Carey needs. But it's weird because without Bet and Tina in the episode, it just feels like they're like stretching things out that we normally wouldn't see. Like, yeah. like, like Gigi and Nat and stuff felt like it went for a really long time considering normally it would have just been like a two-second scene if Bet and Tina were in the episodes. I did not miss them at all. No, I didn't miss (gasps) them either. No, No. I I forgot they were even in the show. I missed them greatly. No, I didn't miss them at all. I was like, oh, wow, that episode episode was great. Like, I've... Yeah. Really well. yeah. Like, yeah, it was really great. Oh, yeah, I did it. But I just I felt thought, like it I was like... like there was a big absence and there was like no absence whatsoever. No, no, like, no. I, Blasphemy. I didn't expect <laughs> Bet to like I didn't even like when when Alice and Shane and stuff are like together at Alice's hundredth episode, I wasn't like waiting for Bet to walk in or anything. No, like, me neither, I never no. even thought about her, not one. No, no, I didn't either. But the only thing that made Blasphemy. me notice their at their absence was that these scenes that we normally wouldn't see felt like they were stretched out thinner. Mm. Like I did, I liked those scenes, but that's what made me notice where I was. They it was almost like they were like, oh, we still need to fill five minutes. Um, put in a dance sequence with like you know, Shane and Finley, or insert this here. I miss them so much, so much. <laughs> Every time a scene started and they weren't there, it was like. Where are they? They're in Toronto without me. I miss them. Wait, wait, we skipped over the whole Alice. We, we skipped over the whole Alice and the dating thing, which was so cute. I liked we'll it. That. It was great. It was perfect to get Margaret Cho there. 
Yep. Good casting for Joey Lauren Adams also. Yep. But I was thinking, I was like, the second she spoke, wouldn't you just be like, I just heard your voice like two seconds ago. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I will, and, and I was actually like, like not knowing how the scene would play out. I was like, oh, that's why they picked an actress with such a distinctive voice. Because Alice will know it's her immediately. And then yeah. she doesn't. She's like, oh, that sounds kind of familiar. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. You literally just took your coffee from her like a second ago. <laughs> I like how awkward she is. Yes. So. The setup was really cute. Yeah, on the stage when like they finish and uh, she picks the winner, and you have the three of them standing there. It's like Margaret Cho and Alicia Haley and Joey Lauren Adams, and I'm like, I want to take a screenshot. It was like three iconic bisexuals like on stage. Well, I guess Alicia's not bisexual in real life. When uh, Alice tries to reassure her by saying that like, oh, I was you. Like I was not famous and dated a famous. (laughs) I was not famous once. Okay, so L Word Historian, who in the show did she date that was famous? Or is that like a reference to her real life? Because Data. Oh, yeah, Data. Oh, Data. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even L Word Historian. That was somebody watched the show. (laughs) I don't ever think of Data as being famous. No, because we didn't see her play tennis that much. Supposedly a famous tennis player. Yeah. Like twice, if not well. But yeah. Remember Subaru. Get out and stay out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally forgot that Dana was like, yeah, supposedly, yeah, a famous person. Yeah, because remember, um, what was that, um, the other chick's name that dated Dana, and she was like, I can't believe I'm going down on Dana Fairbank. Tanya, boo, boo. <laughs> All I can think about, I'm like, is she talking about when she dated Katie Lang? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> no, I couldn't think of any, like, on, like, you know, from the show. I'm like, is this, like, a random one that they just, like, mentioned, like, one off? Sorry, Dana. Rest in peace. We love you. <laughs> I knew you'd have an answer for me. I didn't think I would be that obvious. <laughs> all right, we all caught up now. Is and... The only thing left is Danny and Gigi's demise. Ugh. <sighs> You kind of mentioned this earlier about them living together, which, yeah, they weren't as far as we knew. And then... Well, five days has passed and a lot happens in five days. They could have moved in in five days. Three months. Three months happened in five days. Three months and five days. Yeah. The scene, the actual, like, breakup scene. I At first I thought, oh, like, good on Danny for confronting her, not letting her just go off with Nat when she's having these feelings that, like, something's not right. So, like, I was proud of her for doing that. And then I was like, okay, good on Gigi for being honest. Because you always see people just like, oh, deny it, you know. Well, she did. She said it's nothing at first. She did. But then, like, right after that, she was like, okay, here's the deal. And, you know, she was honest Mm. about her feelings and being confused. And then, yeah, I thought it said something when, like, you don't try to fight for her. Yeah, she was like, okay, we're done. I was like, really? That's it? Like, just like that? (laughs) It's like, you're not going to talk about it. You're not going to, like, go home and chat. Like, nothing. And to know that, like, that's the end of her scenes. That's, like, so sad. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I had the probably the biggest issue with was that it just, it really felt as though they just were like, oh, oh, so you like this? Well, too bad. And just, like, torched the whole thing. Because now, like, even, like, looking back on those episodes, it's, and knowing how it's gonna end, like, I feel like 
Jen Q was like throwing those oranges at me because <laughs> I they, saw that they, meme that you did. Oh yeah, they, they just were like everything about it. I feel like they were trying to take away from the Danny and Gigi thing because the in in episode seven last season when they first got together and kissed, and Danny's like, "Is this real?" Like they saw that that went down well and connected with people. And they basically like took it and like made it into a Bettina thing. Yeah, last episode where they were like, is is this real? And, and Tina was like, oh yeah, it's really real. But I don't know. I, I know that there's other factors affecting this. I know it's somebody hasn't walked on set and said, hey, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to break up Danny and Gigi and get rid of Gigi. There are other factors. I, I accept that. But I just when looking at it just on the surface of the show to me this is the worst thing that could happen to Gen Q because one Seppi is the like is the new part of the show she is the perfectly cast person she's the charisma she's the chemistry she's the talent like she has it all and she has that capability to carry the show to lead the show that I don't think anyone else outside of Leisha, who, you know, she, she's an OG. She's she's not a Gen Q. I don't think there's anyone else that has that Gen Q ability anywhere close to, to Seppi. And Danny and Gigi, I don't think there's anyone. I know that there's always outliers, but when I'm speaking, like saying everyone and blah, 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 I'm also looking at like what a million people are doing on my channel our podcast is a perfect example because I don't really talk about every scene but you can literally see people skipping over like Sophie and Finley you can see people just going to the Danny and Gigi bits the same way that they go to the Bettina stuff and so I just feel as though this week will have been so difficult be- because last week you get Bettina back after such a long time and everybody was really happy by that. But then it was kind of, you know, this news that Jennifer Beals and Laura Holloman aren't going to be in as many episodes. And then to move into this week where then they they take Danny and Gigi away, which was like some people's, con- you know, that's, that's what they were looking forward to. And then for Seppi to go too, and to have her last scene be literally like Danny throwing fucking oranges at the car. Seppi's amazing actress, but I don't think she will have had to dig too deep for those tears because, I mean, she obviously loved, she was a fan of the show. She loved the character. She loved what it represents. To end it like this, like, that's a tough, tough pill to swallow. Plus the oranges I thought was so melodramatic. They weren't necessary. She could have just ran out and yelled at them. Like, it was just really weird that she threw oranges at her. But it was funny when Nat was like, I paid $20 for that. And then it wasn't until she was like, I just wanted to give my ex, our ex, like, some oranges. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah. I've totally I forgotten that they were, like, a thing. <laughs> I think it would have been harder to take if I hadn't known that this was Gigi's last episode. So it's like I was already prepared for it. And I was actually pleasantly surprised that Gigi had a ton of screen time, especially after the first two episodes where it was like seconds. I thought there'd be hardly anything. I thought they would just like, you know, brush her under the rug. And so the fact that she got an entire episode and had 
a lot of scenes. I I was happy. Key key difference in uh, episode three for that reasoning. Well, I don't like that Danny's already rewriting the story. She tells Sophie like that. You know, she's like Gigi's run off with that, which she didn't do that. You broke up with her. Yeah, you broke up with her. Yeah, and showed your immaturity again by throwing. Yeah, because then when they get to Sophie and Finley's at the end, Sophie's like, oh yeah, Gigi broke up with um, Danny. It's like, again, no, that's not what happened. Well, yeah, she... And she, well, cause she says like, oh, just someone else I wanted to marry who ran off with someone else. Yeah, but then when they go, they arrive at Finley's, she's like, Sophie's hugging Finley and she's mm. like, oh, Gigi broke up with Denny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that was... no, that's not what happened. <laughs> Honestly, Gigi spent the entire episode like trying to work out trying to communicate in some way like her feelings and try to figure things out i mean she was asking that like prodding her over and over again like does this mean anything you know like yeah she just needed to talk it through like yeah you need some time and space it doesn't mean like it's over yeah but it's the danny cut and run reflex (laughs) again yeah 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 Yeah. she doesn't want to get hurt so she's just like well no this is gonna end badly bye also i feel like the so they torched torched the place torched Danny and Gigi and then right at the end where I'm like lying on the side of the road dead (laughs) my body my body burning they just came in and just like twist the knife and kicked a bit of dirt in my face when they put me back in that depressing bungalow because (laughs) I was like (laughs) to take away from Danny and Gigi and then to be like here we go. This is what we're getting in the depressing bungalow with people that I just like, I do not feel anything really. I like Finley. I like Jack. I'm I'm like Danny, but like, I just don't have, like with the, the four of them, I just don't feel that like connection that I have to the, the OGs or anyone like that. And I just at the end was like, I miss Bettina and Gigi. <laughs> It wasn't until Micah walked through the door that I was like, oh, yeah, Micah. (laughs) I said the same thing. I wrote down that exact. I wrote down, oh, yeah, Micah. I forgot all about him. That's terrible. That's supposed to be a lead of the show. But then when the Finley-Sophie romantic dinner turns into like, oh, and Danny's here. Figured I'd just in your hallway for a change. And then Micah's like, oh, it's not romantic anymore. I'll join you too. And then I'm like... Oh, the four of them. We've been waiting yeah, like finally, two and a half together. years to see this. Yes, but like, I also just a side uh, note. I'm really glad that Danny and Finley have like made up. That was cute because she's like, "I'm gonna hug you now." She's like, "Don't." Yeah. <laughs> but I wrote down that the new characters are finally back together at the end. Is finally giving me the friends vibes that I've been wanting the whole time. Yes, thank you. The four of them together. That's what we've been missing. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't been missing it. I miss. I'm missing Bat, Tina, and Gigi. <laughs> but I feel like the only thing that makes them good, like the whole point, was to have them together. Like, yes, yeah, they were. Group. They were a and unit. Like, yeah, they were introduced as a friend group and then yeah. broken up almost immediately, and you never yeah. saw them together again. Yeah. So that part was pleasant to end it yeah. like that. It was quite upbeat. Because it's supposed to be like a parallel to the OGs, you know? Like, they're supposed to be a group. I don't know. I just don't feel that way about them, even though they keep telling me that, like, they're friends and they're a group. I just don't 
feel like they are like i i feel like they're just like oh that's because they've only told us that they've never showed us that yeah they've never shown them together except for at the beginning but also like any time that it i don't know i just have a hard hard time you you know i love the show you know i i love it and i talk about it and i'm happy about it but yesterday when when i uh, got up at 3 30 to watch the episode i wasn't like excited because i knew what was going to happen and now next week i'm like i i'm not i don't have that same feeling about the show because i don't like danny sophie finley and micah they haven't earned that like i just feel as though they're just people on it i I don't know what i'm trying to say but it's just not the same channel's gonna be shut down yeah (laughs) taken offline (laughs) i'd be interested to see the ratings and stuff because let me tell you nobody cares about this like on my numbers alone which usually reflects like obviously if the episode if the episode does good and people do happy my channel does good if the episode does bad my channel does bad like it's an l word channel so I don't know I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens because I feel as though the people that were maybe hanging on if if Bet and Tito weren't there then I think they might lose some for Danny and Gigi but the thing is maybe maybe they'll get some other people that just want the the Gen Q people it is it, it will be interesting to look at on on social media and stuff because there is some people that tell me like oh i just want i just want like the the gen q people and you know oh make make way for the new people but every time i see that or somebody says that to me in the comments there's just nothing that backs those numbers up like when when people and and people do get carried away people say like oh the the numbers will skyrocket when when bet and tina get back together like they increase a little bit like they're not you know it's it's not like millions of people start tuning in but the numbers do do better when my whole channel launched because tina came back like that the episodes that laurel holloman's in are the best rated episodes and they are the episodes that people are more online and also just like watching more reviews watching more scenes asking for commentary but things like this like these episodes I just it's it's like some people will watch them and be fine with it but they're not seeking out that additional information commentary podcast whatever it is so I just don't think that there is this massive audience that wants the the gen q people to have their friendship and all that because my understanding of the numbers is that most of the people watching generation q are watching for bet tina alice shane danny and Gigi. but i mean i'd love to be proven wrong but it's after literally two years of doing this and incessantly talking about it and looking at the numbers that's the conclusion that i've drawn and it's early days obviously but based on what i've seen over the last 24 hours it's it's just confirming what i already know because most of the content is doing very very poorly and the only sort of anything that i see in regards to specific episode things is an incredible amount of very negative social media posts 
So I don't think that it ever needs to get personal with this sort of thing. I I think that everybody's entitled to their opinions, views, all criticism is valid. It's art, like that's what we're discussing and that's what work is subjected to in a, in a public forum like this. But I do not like the the personal attacks and things like that. So that's just thrown in there at the end but I don't know it's it's going to be interesting and I would probably be dialing back content until episodes 9 and 10 if this continues because what you know why would I it, it just it doesn't make sense to make like tons and tons of content around stuff that people aren't watching or if they're watching they're kind of like okay I've watched it like they don't really feel the need to go beyond that I don't really care about any of the Gen Cures except for Finley. Yeah. Honestly, the others, I'm like, eh. But the very last thing I wrote down is didn't miss Bet and Tina at all. Double <laughs> underline, triple exclamation point. And it wasn't a dig <laughs> on Bet and Tina. It was honestly like a relief thing. Yeah, I wasn't it felt, sure how it, it was just out, and I was like, flowed so much oh, better. I was yeah, like, relief. Oh, what a relief. I didn't miss them at all. Like, it didn't yeah. impact my enjoyment of the TV of the show one iota, and it actually worked really well. Uh, I've missed them a lot. Been like originally. <laughs> no, I, I just miss remember them a it being lot. very, very heavy on Jenny and Bet and Tina, and we always only got glimpses of Shane and Alice, which were yes. our favorites. Ugh, we was, were always it was hanging Jake and on all over again, and it was wrong. Yeah, because we <laughs> were hanging on for every little second of what we could get for Shane and Alice, and yes. then now it's like, oh, we've got all this time for them. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yes. We're very excited. I agree. Oh. We're gonna switch places. I'm I'm gonna be the one that's like, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was my favoriest episode We're ever. Be the new, like, oh my best god. Episode ever. Best episode yeah, ever. No. <laughs> this was not. This was the this is the first time I'm gonna say that probably. This was not my favorite oh, episode. I was very happy with the last episode. Like I was very happy with the Ben and Tina stuff from episode two, but it felt like, oh god, that's concluded now let's move on yeah Thank yeah you. yeah Bye-bye. yeah yeah i was like okay cool thanks Bye. yes they got their happy ever after you know yep they're happy for now whatever i know let's move on i, did, I wouldn't even need a wedding i'd just be like bye yeah <laughs> yeah they ran off into the sunset together that's good well they're coming back for nine and ten so you have to listen to me then <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be interesting filming 10 because i'll be i'll be in la for when 10 comes out well, we should do drinks at Dana's while you're at Dana's. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It'd be like the the worst episode ever. <laughs> so I could be in there like this. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I am probably going to do something when I go for the final watch party. So... To divi- a house divided. Out, yeah. A podcast divided. Out, out of ten? About an eight. Jesus. Because minus two for the whole Danny and Gigi thing. Otherwise <sighs> yeah. it was good. Oh man, that's hard. Yeah, I'd say eight point five, but yeah, the Shane, oh the Shane, the Shane <laughs> cheating takes it down a little bit. The Shane and Ivy, I'm not down with, but we got like buff, sweaty Shane, slow mo swinging a hammer. Yeah, we got like funny bits. We got back to the studio. We got like Alice and Sophie do actually have a job that they go to every day. Yeah, yeah, we got to see that. We got some Carrie awesome. Uh, Gigi duo. made me like another character again that I thought was terrible before. So yeah, 
It was good for me. Uh, no. I mean, I could have done without. I could have eliminated the Angie at college scene. Yeah, and yep. happily, and I could have happily eliminated the Shane and Ivy scenes, and then it would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. I. So, I mean, still better than like a lot of TV because obviously it's the L word. But God, I I think like a five out of ten for me. Ooh, like, that's harsh, yeah. Ramesh. <laughs> I, I yeah I I like the Alice stuff I like the Alice show stuff and I, I liked seeing Danny Gigi Nat but like I didn't like what they did in those scenes so I get that I'm just kind of sort of like resigned to like oh that's how it is it's not gonna change so yeah um, it sucks yeah. but at least knowing that it was going to end one way or another I liked the way that it was written like at least we got some actual content this this maybe is real harsh and i know i know that that some people won't agree with this and i know that this would change the whole like dynamic of the show but in a way maybe they just should have killed Gigi off because then that would have like stabilized the like then you wouldn't be like diminishing the the relationship but then like obviously that would like completely decimate danny and it like you know like next week she's going out and getting pissed with her friend from school for halloween because she's been dumped so you know what i mean like it would change the whole thing but yeah i mean i'm super interested to read the comments on this one i'm sure that that they'll be all over the place so make sure to let us know your thoughts if you're watching this on youtube my comments are are always open and you know we'll be back next week for the halloween episode which marks the first holiday calendar event in the l word which i'm sure will continue to spiral in the l word timeline and cause us even more issues but thank you so much for listening as always and you know that you can follow us on instagram chris and jess's and the l word online is in the show notes along with mine and if you want to watch the video version of this it's on my youtube channel comes out every week at the same time And as always, make sure to stay safe and have a good week. We'll see you back here next week for episode four, Last to Know. See you guys. Bye. Bye.